Uh, Bush and Richie here with a stay-at-home time podcast for you at the moment. Uh, and I don't know if anyone else can get with this with the um, uh, lockdown thing at the moment. Keep my voice down. But I'm spending quite a lot of the time hiding in the room that I'm doing this show from. Even when I've got, you know, a little break, there might be a couple of songs on. You think, you can go downstairs. I've been hiding quite a bit. There's a lot of, I can hear a lot of tension going on in the garden. Our, our youngest is uh, going through the terrible twos. So I'm just kind of hiding out up here. Occasionally I'll go to the blinds and just peek through like someone in a uh, spy movie. But that's kind of it. Are you doing the same thing, Richie? I don't think that you're on your own here. And uh, yeah, I'm keeping my voice down because obviously there's... Uh there's bedtime and bath time going on, so uh, I'm yep. not necessarily on my own upstairs, which is what's normally the case for the <laughs> afternoon. But yes, as a result, when you're on your own up here, sometimes we're being very, very productive. And even if you're not doing a radio show from home, you're just working from home. I'm sure you're the same. Other times, not so productive, but it's nice for people downstairs to think, oh, he's working ever so hard. Exactly. So look, if you're if you're hiding as well, if if a tiny little percentage of your daily working from home is hiding, like we are, drop us an email and we'll all hide together. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Yet another show with uh, Bush and myself broadcasting to you from uh, children's bedrooms. Uh, there's no denying that a lot of things are different right now. And I saw once again uh, today another new site that I'm thinking, wow, that is strange. Only during lockdown. Uh, I was looking out of the bedroom window and uh, looking out diagonally. Uh, to the back garden uh, so uh, over the back fence and I could see one of my neighbours uh, a diagonal neighbour not a next door neighbour uh, and uh, this gentleman was no word of a lie uh, shooting with a bow and arrow in his back garden wow. <laughs> I was absolutely think, wow okay I was I was glad his aim seemed to be good I saw him fire off about four different arrows and they all appeared to be making into what I'm assuming is a, a, a target on his, his back fence and then he'd stroll the length of his garden pull the arrows back out go back to his mark and start firing off again but normally bow and arrow in the back garden it's the kind of thing you might very quickly pick up the phone and call the emergency services it's quite weird isn't it like so in terms of bow and arrow was it was he doing like proper pro robin of sherwood bow and arrow with the sometimes they've got like a slight leather glove on one hand and maybe a quiver is that a thing you hold all your arrows in a quiver it was you, yes you've got the terminology he had his quiver he had his 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 leather mitt uh, wow. and yeah it was it was a, a full on robin of sherwood bow and arrow but i guess if you're into archery that's another thing that has somewhat been curtailed due to the lockdown you can't go down the leisure centre and do your archery anymore. That's just, you know, it's a, it's a middle class issue, but it's, it's one of those things, first world problems. Do you know what? I, I, I almost think sometimes at the moment in, in the mad state that this planet is in, anything goes during lockdown. Agreed. You might see the weirdest stuff, but anything kind of goes because it is lockdown. So look, what are the strangest things that you have seen due to this whole lockdown period? Let us know. 8 to 15 for your texts and tweet us at Absolute Radio. And just add an extra thing in there if you want to get in touch with the show tonight. Uh, what is the technical name for a neighbour that's at a diagonal, but they're not <laughs> to the left or right or behind you? What is that? I got it, Bush. Backdoor neighbour. 
That sounds really dodgy, mate. That sounds really, <laughs> really dodgy. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> it's home time with Bush and Ritchie uh, on Absolute Radio. We're after the strangest things that you have seen during lockdown after my backdoor neighbour. It doesn't sound no. like you're right. Uh, no. It's the neighbour diagonally across the back fence. What, what do you call that person? Uh, I saw them today shooting a bow and arrow in their back garden. It's a strange sight. We've got a few things to sort out here. First of all, as we said that just a few minutes ago, we need to come up with an actual correct term for what is the name of your neighbour but a a diagonal Ben in Worcester Park says I think the diagonal neighbour would be your next door neighbour once removed this is what I'm going to call them anyway Yad Joe, Barry and Harry are saying surely your diagonal neighbour is next door but one well it is here in Nantwich thanks for keeping the show cheery Joe, Barry and Gary, is it? Fantastic. What a day they're having, those guys. Uh, Meanwhile, just to chuck in them weird scenes during the lockdown, I I mentioned this on the show a couple of weeks ago, but I've just got to throw them back in the mix because it's so good. My friend Mark's neighbour, whose fitness regime is hitting a part-submerged tyre with a lump hammer in just a pair of shorts. Anything goes in the lockdown. Uh, Here's another bit of fitness. Stephen tweets to say, I saw a guy doing roundhouse kicks on an actual tree in a park. Poor tree, what's it done to deserve that and Gary says my neighbour was cutting back some of his bushes yesterday as I was watching he uncovered a creepy giant crucifix in his front garden oh my lord that is a bit weird uh, I'm going to throw in the mix as well um, zigzag queues people zigzag queuing to get into a garden centre the way that you queue for a beer if you were at a festival or something like that. The weird thing is with that, the, the Dice Club at Uxbridge have tweeted us to say, the zigzag queue at my local Asda, which keeps you social distance from the person in front, but not from the person standing three feet away from you on the other side of the zigzag or the zag, or both sides of you. You know what I mean? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, talking about the diagonal neighbour, trying to come to terms with like what's what's a good phrase for someone who lives diagonally, not your actual neighbour left and right. Uh, this fella here says the guy who actually he's called Rich, the guy who lives east northeast of me, approximately <laughs> 345 yards away, uh, rides his unicycle and does tightrope walking. I kid you not, I'm just waiting for the tigers wow. and elephants to arrive. Only in lockdown, he adds. It's true. I, li- I like the east northeast. It's a little bit uh, orienteering. That's good. Uh, Bob yeah. in Kent, staying on the cycling feeling. Uh, weird thing I've seen is a couple cycle past both on penny farthings. Well, are they still even a thing? Can you even still ride around on those? Yes, and apparently road legal. Wow, Andy says uh, we have a three-acre paddock and have built a nine-hole golf course around a single green. There's a public footpath through the field and the local golf pro uses it with his wife. He'd noticed the mini course had turned up and bless him, he dropped off an old flag and plastic cup hole totally impromptu. Just dropped it off to make the course better. What a great guy. That's nice, That is it? lovely. That is lovely. lovely Easy to self-isolate, though, if you've got a nine-hole golf course in your garden. He's so good, uh, isn't he? <laughs> he is. And Sarah in Chelmsford says... we saw our backdoor neighbours sweeping the outdoor walls of their house with a broom. We have no idea why. Well, I'm thinking kind of witch's broom, like old fashioned, <laughs> the Puritans type broom here, right? And it, it could be full on witchcraft. Oh, my word. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Pushing Richie with the Stay at Home Time show here. I've got a little fan in the background because it's roasting hot in this room I'm broadcasting from, so just going to... Don't mind me putting it on in the background, Richie, do you, whilst we're doing this? You seriously got a little fan blowing in the background? Here we go, have a listen to this. It's, it's quite it's a good... It's got <laughs> oscillation. Here we go, one, two, three. <laughs> it's not going to put you off at all, is it? No, it should be fine, Nan. That's all right, that's all right. <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie. It's absolute uh, radio on a sweltering hot Wednesday. Hope you're doing okay. Uh, we're after the strangest things that you have seen during lockdown. After uh, my back door neighbour, he's diagonally no. across the back. I, I, <laughs> I saw him. Uh, I saw him shooting with a bow and arrow at lunchtime today. Harry and Dudley says, "I think that will be your diagonal neighbour," which is a good term. Oh, that's really good. Let's use that from now on. That was your diagonal neighbour. What was using the bow? Uh, Paul says it is still law to practice with a longbow if you're supervised by a member of the clergy. Check Google. I love those old weird rules. I remember we used to have a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel, and I can't remember what the exact little weird old-fashioned law was, but you were allowed to do something with that dog that you weren't allowed to do with other dogs. Perhaps I should have clarified further before mentioning on the radio. So in the do, we're going into pubs, but I'll get, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, Mick from Burnley says, I saw a neighbour the other day hacking his hedge with a bread knife. <laughs> He's probably still doing it. Yes. Uh, a lady walked her dog past my house in Leamington Spa in full ball gown. Uh, it was 80s-style peach and puffy. Amazing, says this text. Anything goes in lockdown. And Anna says, I don't know if this is lockdown-specific or just normal practice, but I saw a guy mopping his car recently. It's almost like he was social distancing from his Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had some fantastic stuff in from you with the strangest things that you have seen during lockdown uh, after my diagonal neighbour uh, was caught with his uh, bow and arrow at lunchtime. What a sight. In fact, Helen says it's her son's birthday today and she's got him an archery set. So maybe oh. archery is a real lockdown activity. Uh, Rick in Hollyhead said, here's a strange lockdown site. I have been painting the front of the house for the last two days and my wife has just brought me a beer out. That's not something that's happened in our 15 years together <laughs> see the lockdown is bringing people together there is some benefits to come out of it he's getting beer served to him out the front and i love this text this is bizarre uh the weirdest thing this person's seen is a badger walking through the shopping area of sheffield railway station what was he up to i mean i'll just turn it off here we go Time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's just gone five. You're listening to Home Time. It's Bush and Ritchie. For the past week, we've been teasing a huge live music announcement. We know you're all missing live music, and we promise to put you back in the front row. The Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. From June the 12th to the 14th, it will all be about the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. We've assembled what could be the greatest festival lineup ever, and we'll be bringing it straight to you in your living room. On yesterday's show, we announced the first wave of acts who you can hear over the weekend. Paul McCartney, Fleetwood Mac, Blondie, Foo Fighters, Snow Patrol, Depeche Mode and James. And this morning, Dave Berry announced the Saturday lineup for the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. David Bowie, Coldplay, Biffy Clyro, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Iggy Pop, Texas and Supergrass. It's not bad. We've seen so many excited responses from you lot already. People cannot wait for this and we are itching to reveal Sunday's lineup. So let's do it. On Sunday the 14th, we'll be bringing you performances from Britpop Brummies, Ocean Colour Sea. Leicester's finest, Kasabian. 
country superstar Cheryl Crow. Nashville Rockers, Kings of Leon. And highlights from the Who's legendary gig at the Isle of Wight Festival in 1970. Literally cannot wait for this. It's going to be amazing. And we've got two more massive names to finish this incredible lineup coming up next. White Front Room Festival. It's home time on a Wednesday with Bush and Richie, and we've just revealed who will be playing the Sunday of the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. So that's The Who, Kasabian, Kings of Leon, Cheryl Crow, and Ocean Colour Scene. And if you didn't think that was enough, if you didn't think those five great acts, David Bowie, Sir Paul McCartney, The Who, Fleetwood Mac, Foo Fighters, Coldplay, Biffy Clyro, The Chilies, and all those other great names wasn't enough, we think you're being greedy, quite frankly. But just for you, here are the two final acts for the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. Concluding your Sunday lineup is Noel Gallagher. bits of his stellar performance last year with the High Flying Birds. And finally, the act closing the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival is... Wow, the Rolling Stones. In 2007, Mick, Keith, Ronnie and Charlie played the Isle of Wight Festival, their first British festival performance for over 30 years. And you'll be able to hear it on Sunday 14th of June. The Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. And what I know we had last night on the show with our Tuesday Tombola, a random phone-in topic picked by a Tombola, of course. Could be one of a hundred different random topics bouncing around in there. Number 81 came out on yesterday's show, uh, which was driveway stories. And I've got to be honest with you, uh, Richie and I were quite panicked that maybe this could be the one to sink the Tuesday Tombola and no one would have any stuff on it. But we could not believe the amount of stuff we've had in from you guys. And in fact, it's been still coming into the show overnight. So rather than let a good driveway story be wasted, we thought some of the stuff that came in after we finished at seven uh, whether you were listening at the time and then got in touch or whether you're one of our faithful podcasters we thought we'd pick some of the best and uh, and give them a shout uh, mark in inverness it's a bold start I hate driveways. Uh, When I was 17, I took a works van home, ironically, to study the highway code for my driving test. I reversed into my drive, hitting and breaking a wooden fence. Uh, My dad had taken months to build. On taking a good look around, I could see nobody had seen it. On going into the house, nobody home, I answered the ringing phone, which turned out to be the only witness. You call that driving? The postman got the blame for it for years and rightly denied any involvement. More recently, our driveway was washed away to the cost of £16,000. The insurance are not paying owing to an unexpected act of God. And to top it off today, my other half's broken her ankle on the very same uneven driveway. Like Mark said, he hates driveways. Do you know what? Honestly, I'm thinking a Netflix uh, movie called The Driveway. (laughs) 
They did the staircase, didn't they? It's up the driveway. It's got yeah. as much stuff going on. Uh, Penny Palmer's been in touch. What a cracking name Penny Palmer is. Sounds like a really dependable person, like during the war. Um, driveway story, she says, when I was a kid in the 80s, it was the middle of the night and there was a massive crash downstairs. My dad, stark naked, had grabbed a cricket bat and ran down to find a car parked halfway in the driveway and halfway in the house. On top of that, we were all stunned when a 10-year-old boy stuck his head out of the driver's window and said, sorry, my dad will pay for it. He then started screaming when he saw my dad naked and tried panicking and getting out of the car as best he could. Apparently, the kid over the road had decided to sneak out and try his dad's car in the middle of the night, accidentally stuck it in reverse and put his little legs down too hard. Uh, Penny adds, I was just dying laughing in the hallway. I couldn't breathe when he started panicking. I don't know what was worse. My dad's face livid and panicking when the kid started screaming or the car half in the hallway through the wall and door. Absolutely crazy. She says, kind of half a driveway story. Love it. This may be the last one. It may be the last one. Graham says, when I was a kid, we all played football in the driveway. We were middle class. We had cars in the mid-60s. Uh, two brothers, three doors down, were playing as well. One dribbling the ball down the driveway when someone suddenly opened the downstairs toilet window. Knocked him out, Sparko. I love that. I'm imagining like press of pink cheek and nose onto side of window as they slide <laughs> down it like in a cartoon. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you know what, it's quite confusing because uh, I ended up watching the final of SAS Who Dares Wins last night, which was on record from another night of the week, and I don't even know what day it is, so I'm as confused as you are. <laughs> However, it was uh, such a brilliant programme. It's the celebrity version. It's the first time I've ever actually watched it. Uh, and it was really, really good, like proper scary in places as well. And it was the final, obviously, that I watched last night. Uh, and they endured this kind of um, interrogation round as a big finale that the four that were left... Uh, and the SAS team employed with them uh, actual interrogation tactics that they'd use in a combat situation. So it was people like Tony Bellew and Joey Essex and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But they were put in this situation where they were desperately trying to break their will and get them to kind of tap out almost. Uh, and the main bit of it, uh, for the bulk of them being interrogated, was this this lot, these, these celebrities, sat on the floor with their hands tied together, with a bag on their head, with earphones on, being forced to listen to certain annoying sounds to type of push them to the edge. Right. Uh, and the sounds were, for example, babies crying, uh, an Irish tin whistle being played, which actually sounds like our house <laughs> during lockdown, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, and I thought, wow, what an interesting thing. Like, who selected those really annoying sounds that are so annoying that they would actually be used by our special forces to crack someone's will? And I thought, well, let's let's open it up a little bit here tonight, now that uh, SAS Who Dares Wins is over, and let's try and help out the uh, SAS and special forces. What other annoying sounds in life would break someone's will as far as you're concerned. I mean, I'll throw one straight in the mix. That sound of polystyrene, polystyrene being handled, or even worse, polystyrene being chewed. If someone did that to me, I'd be singing like a canary. I can handle the uh, I can handle the sound of it being handled, that sort of squeakiness, but oh. you're telling me people chew polystyrene? It, honestly, if you make... People get in touch with this, definitely, right? That noise of a polystyrene being even slightly bitten is one of the worst things in the world. Joni Smith says on Twitter, that drum at the England games, 
Imagine that, half an hour of that. Right, I want to speak to the interrogator, please. I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> I'll give you five minutes of uh, my son on Fortnite and uh, I'll oh. tell you where everything is. <laughs> what is it specifically about Fortnite that's the most of a wind-up? The clicking noises or the, the shooting? What is it? No, it's, do you know what? It's because it's the youngers playing it and because it's it's this cartoon sort of shoot them up and they're all like behind log piles and all that kind of stuff and they're in like fancy dress and all that kind of thing. They're so <laughs> earnest and serious about what is basically a cartoon <laughs> shoot-me-up and it just does my head in. So that could push someone on the edge. Uh, Rich says on Twitter, a bit of heart extra. That could probably do it in a combat situation, half an hour of that. So, look, uh, what, in your opinion, let's help out the SAS here. Do your duty. Your country needs you. What other sounds in life are so annoying they could help break someone's will in an interrogation? Uh, Gimme Danger on Twitter is something we're all familiar with at the moment. The hold music before a conference call starts. Maybe that's why they do it, to try and break you to volunteer more in a conference call. Uh, Nikki's got the Peppa Pig theme tune. Uh, someone reading the guidelines for returning back to schools from the Department of Education at the moment. Uh, let it go from Frozen on Loop. It also works. Uh, Dan Pryor says, an endless stream of R. Graham's quick reminders from Blind Date. I kind of like R. Graham. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to sit there if I was being interrogated listening to that. Uh, I'm going to chuck another one in the mixer here. I agree. People who overly hit the space bar or overly heavily type. And I'm having a pop now at our producer, Nick, <laughs> who we speak to whilst the songs are on. He, he's fine. You can hear him typing. But the way he hits that space bar, that's just reckless. Uh, Steve he must Letts, have digits of lead. He must, he must do, the way he's typing at the moment. Never seen anything like it. Uh, Steve Lettin says other people's kids. He's got a point. Even if you can hear them, like the ones a couple of gardens down, or what's the word from the diagonal? Our diagonal neighbour? Oh, the diagonal neighbours. Diagonal neighbours. Their kid's pretty loud at the moment as well. And I'm going to chuck one other one in on top of all of these. Uh, the noise of our induction hob warning me every five minutes that I've placed a tea towel on the hob, even though it's been off for hours. I hate that thing. <laughs> Uh, Graham in Manchester says, I can't stand people who eat with their mouth, do uh, mouth open. I think that is mastication that you're talking about there, Graham. Uh, he says, I will give up all sorts of details if that was played on repeat in my ear. Uh, Magda says, mosquitoes buzzing. Uh, do you know what, though? If you do hear one in the room, you know it's going to try and bite you. You almost like pull the house apart to try and get to it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Uh, Nikki has her neighbour's slippers in the garden at 6am. The sound of her neighbour walking around. That actually would turn my stomach that time in the morning. It's always winding me up even thinking about it. Fair play. Dan in Barnsley. <laughs> this, is a, this is a little bit much. He says, sting talking. I have to leave the I... room or I have to hit my TV if I hear his voice. I hate it so much. He's got an all right voice, hasn't he? Sting, he's got a nice little... Like Geordie-ishy kind of voice and stuff, isn't he? It's a very, very soft Geordie as well. I, really? I don't know. I've never had any problem with Sting. I don't know what he's on I about. Was, I was playing my bass guitar, right, in the middle of the police, and I came to the second bar of the first song, right, and I thought I'd give it some eclique. Apologies to anyone uh, from the northeast. Ali in Harrogate says, My neighbour's pigeons, they're not normal pigeons, they have a different type of coo that is absolutely relentless. They're kept in a massive cage in their back garden and they never let them out. Oh, that sounds awful. I wouldn't want to be living next door to a coop. Not sure about that one. And Jan says, Her neighbour's leaf vacuum starting at 7.30 in the evening, just when she's put the dinner in and is just sitting down for a nice G&T. That's getting her singing. What's doing it for you? Uh, this one 
says, I work with a totally oblivious lip smacker who eats apples and fruit and smacks and munches constantly. <laughs> Prior to lockdown, I was stuck in a van with him every day. It was horrendous, says Andy. And then Marion Banger says, uh, the seatbelt alarm would push her over the edge. Hmm. It's an important one, though, that seatbelt alarm, in fairness, yeah. Mary. Uh, Joe in Brighton was uh, in a very long queue to get into the supermarket the other day. The bloke in front of me was flicking the baby chair bit of his trolley up and down. It was oh. torture, says Joe. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We uh, mentioned the email address earlier, hometimeatabsoluteradio.co.uk, after uh, all the drive uh, driveway ones that uh, came in from yesterday's show. Tasha and Helen have emailed as well, uh, saying, we are new to your show and we're thoroughly enjoying it. That's great. But... <laughs> Never like a but. We are having real trouble trying to identify whose voice belongs to who. Do you have any tricks to help your listeners with this problem? Uh, from Tasha and Helen. It's interesting because I'd say we have fairly distinctively different voices. I don't feel like we sound similar. But then again, if you haven't got a kind of handle on who's Bush and who's Richie, then it probably is quite tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, look options we have uh, it's going old school like as if it's a cb radio and saying our name at the beginning of every time that we talk over yeah i like that that's a good idea or alternatively uh, just make a note right now tasha all right we've got a pen and paper uh, i am bush and i am richie playing with our own listeners minds home time on a wednesday night <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. As you might be able to be hearing in the background, uh, my time of hiding though is is <laughs> over. You've been caught. You've been caught. Uh, yeah. Hello. Oh no, I think they've gone. Strange, uh, right, isn't let's, he? Let's he, move on quickly. he wants. He wants to. He trying to find you, and then you reply, and then he doesn't. He goes quiet. He's oh. back. He's back. He's back. He's here. Hello! Actually banging at the door. Let's, uh, one second, I'll, we'll end the podcast. Hold on. Oh, you opened the door, bloody hell. How did you do that? Daddy's working really hard right now. Really hard. I can't describe to you how hard I work up here. Okay? Do you want to say bye-bye to everybody? Bye-bye! Good boy. See you later. Here's, uh, Huge Davis. <laughs> You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Rishi have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.